What's up, guys? This is Jay Shear from the Reclamation Society, and this podcast is sort of a special one because I'm actually doing a video as I'm actually doing the podcast as well. So you can probably watch this on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. Thank you for subscribing there. Or you can listen to our podcast. A little bit of both. And since Rogue One just came out, and since the Reclamation Society um, consists of huge Star Wars fans, you would know this already if you've seen our Star Wars fan film, Star Wars Rivals, an anti-bullying message Star Wars fan film, you kind of know that we're huge Star Wars fans. So it's totally true, we are, and Rogue One came out. So we wanted to give you guys a video and an audio review. It's not something we've done before, this is our first movie review of the Reclamation Society, both in the podcast and now on YouTube. So thanks for joining us. Now, I do want to say, the first part of this review will not have any spoilers. So there won't be any spoilers, you don't have to worry about spoilers, we won't spoil the movie for you at first. However, the second half of this video and of this podcast will contain spoilers. So I'll let you know when the spoilers are coming up, and then if you haven't seen the film yet, you can tune out. If you have seen the film, you can stick around, and then you can actually give us your thoughts on what we think of what's going on here. So, Rogue One. I just want to give a little quick uh, summary review, give you a little bit of an idea about how I felt about the movie, and I'm going to do that by rank ordering all of the Star Wars films um, that we've seen come out so far. This is just my personal ranking. I'm sure my co-founder, Nathan Sheck, would give them a slightly different rating, so this is just me. Um, Coming in at number one is The Empire Strikes Back. Probably not a surprise for many of you, because for many of you, it is also your favorite movie. I give The Empire Strikes Back a 10 out of 10. Now keep in mind, Empire Strikes Back is actually my favorite film of all time. Star Wars or non-Star Wars, I love that film. So that's my number one. Rogue One has not overtaken that, but perhaps in a controversial opinion, my number two film um, in terms of Star Wars films is Rogue One. I know I've only seen it one time. It may change. I may have to change the order after I've viewed it multiple times. But for right now, Rogue One is coming in at number two right behind The Empire Strikes Back. So that's saying something. Uh, I gave that one a, gave Rogue One a 9.85 out of 10, which is quickly followed by The Force Awakens, my previous number two, but now my number three. Force Awakens comes in at number three at a 9.75 out of 10, followed by A New Hope at a 9.5 out of 10, followed by Return of the Jedi at a 9.25, Revenge of the Sith at a 7.5. Obviously, the prequels take a little bit of a hit there. Uh, The Clone Wars comes in at only 6, and The Phantom Menace comes in at a 5.5. Now, I will say, despite the fact that there are really bad parts of The Phantom Menace, parts where I would say it's not that great of a movie, it also contains the pod race, which is awesome, and the fight sequence at the end between the Jedi and Darth Maul, which is outstanding. So it does get a 5.5, but it has some like ups and downs, obviously. But Rogue One came in number two on that list. And of course, I've only seen it once. Maybe that's the newness talking. I'm not sure yet. More viewings are required. But let's get in a little bit deeper, show a little bit more about what I'm talking about. Still no spoilers yet, though. Still no spoilers. Don't worry about that. So the first thing, Rogue One feels like it belongs in the Star Wars universe. Um, it makes sense in the canon. It, it fits perfectly into the timeline. 
you know, the, the, the prequels always felt a little off to me. The aesthetic they were going for didn't really meet my expectations. Granted, it's George Lucas. It's his creation. So obviously this is what he meant for it to look like. Um, but I do feel like Rogue One just nails it. It gets it perfect. It's the perfect style of the original trilogy. Um, even when it's replacing mo the models that were in the original trilogy with now CG, it looks fantastic. They really created the right feel for the movie and really the right kind of tone for the movie. Um, this is not your typical Star Wars uh, film. So we've seen in the trilogy films, we've seen lighthearted, fun films. They, of course, they've had darker components to them. Revenge of the Sith has some really dark points in it. But this is a really, it, it's true, it's a war film, and it's a really dark and gritty war film. Um, much more so than the traditional Star Wars films that we've seen before. And in that way, it feels a little bit more like real life and less like space fantasy. So I love that aspect of it. That was That's amazing. Um, it's very much sort of similar in tone, I would say, to The Empire Strikes Back. Um, it still has its fun moments, so it's not all doom and gloom, but I love the tone. It's a little darker, a little grittier. It also explores spirituality. So you know from a Reclamation Society standpoint, that's something that we really like to get into. We like to explore what are the spiritual implications of this thing. Um, and so this film digs a little deeper. Star Wars has always been a little all over the map in regards to its spirituality. Sometimes it's explained in scientific terms, so like Qui-Gon Jinn and midichlorians and these things, while other times it's spoken of in terms of feelings, you know, like Obi-Wan, like guiding Luke through the trench with Trust Your Feelings. Um, this is the first film, though, in the Star Wars canon that feels more relatable in regards to how people like you and me might view spirituality. So it goes a little bit deeper into that, and I really love that. Obviously, we're the Reclamation Society. If you listen to our podcast, if you've seen our fan film, you know that we like that aspect of things. Um, love the beginning of the film. Thinks it started us off really well. Um, it gives us like this... Everything looks like it's fine, but then quickly this tension immediately fills the screen. So really like that. It also sets the tone for the rest of the film, which is great. Um, now, let's talk about the ending for a second. The ending, this is just my opinion, but the ending of this film, from the third act on to the final second of the film, this is one of the best movie endings of all time for me personally. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, right? But this is amazing. From the beginning of the third act, like I said, it just keeps increasing the tension to the last second. Um, just really cool. So Rogue One nails this ending. Um, after this movie ended, I was just sitting there going, wait, you have to rewind that. I must see that again. It's extraordinary. So let's talk about some of the things that were maybe not so great about the film, because I've been kind of raving about it thus far, and I do recommend that you see it. If you're a Star Wars fan, for sure you have to see it. Um, but it's not a perfect film. Um, the middle, for me, is a bit slow. Uh, some of the dialogue is a little bit on the nose or excessively expository. Although I will say that this has been a complaint of mine for multiple Star Wars films. It's not just this one. Um, some of the humor feels a little bit forced, uh, especially because this is a darker and grittier film, like I mentioned earlier. So the, some of the humor seems a little bit forced. Um, but uh, most of the effects now are... Like I said before, great. There are a couple that I found a little distracting, and it's because they're trying to push the envelope with technology. So on the spoilers, we'll dive into that some more, and we're almost to the spoilers, but I'll let you know when we get there. 
Um, one of the biggest criticisms I have of this film, um, which again, I need to see it again, so this may be overly harsh, is that this film seems to put plot above character development. So, you know, uh, films like Empire Strikes Back, The Force Awakens, A New Hope, they have sort of a leg up on Rogue One. Those films have really great character development. Um, the characters change significantly. In Rogue One, some of the characters sort of shift their opinions and change their actions or attitudes, but I don't think we see any major emotional or value systems changes. Then again, like I said, that was on first watch, and I definitely need to watch it again. Okay, that's my overview. Go out and watch it. If you're a Star Wars fan, you have to see it. If you're not a Star Wars fan, I would highly recommend it. Now, there are, I would say that if you haven't seen the original trilogy, um, then this film is going to maybe be a little bit... Um, foreign to you. You're not going to get all the aspects of it. It really does require that you have seen um, at least A New Hope, but if you've seen all the films, then it actually makes a lot more sense in context. So I would recommend that you watch those films before you try watching Rogue One. Now, this is my spoiler warning. you got to stop here if you haven't seen Rogue One. I mean, unless you don't care about spoilers, but most of you do, and I'm going to spoil a couple things. So if you haven't seen Rogue One, go ahead and tune out of the video. Um, and let me get into those. So the first spoiler has to do with Darth Vader. So we knew Darth Vader was going to be in this film. That's not a spoiler. But um, we see him talking to Krennic, and, I mean, let's face it, they nailed the costume. It's the costume from A New Hope. That was a great choice on their part. That was fantastic. To me, I think in that kind of um, interaction with Krennic, he is a little overly verbose. He used a lot more words than I think I'm used to seeing from Vader. Now, granted, in the novels and in the comics, he does use a lot more words, but a lot of times in the films, I feel like he says as few words as possible, but here he's saying a lot more words. So that was kind of threw me a little bit, but he looked amazing. So those are really minor complaints. Okay, now we have to get into this is a, and this is a major spoiler. So if you still haven't tuned out, make sure you turn tune out right now, because we have to talk about the scene at the end of the movie um, with Vader. That Vader scene is phenomenal. That is probably the best scene in Star Wars history. That's at least my opinion. I loved it. Um, it's what we've all wanted to see ever since Return of the Jedi was Vader really using his power, and here he is, using it in all its glory. He brings out the saber, he pulls all the weapons from him, he's throwing people around. Awesome, awesome, awesome scene. Um, now, what about the computer-generated images of people? So what did you guys think of Tarkin and Leia? I love they were included, and it really bumped up the nostalgia for me, which I really liked. Um, however, I do think upon multiple viewings, uh, those two characters will be somewhat distracting for me. So, if you've seen the film, you already know uh, they're using Tarkin and Leia as CG characters. And don't get me wrong, um, these characters look amazing, but it still looks fake. I mean, it still looks like computer graphics. So, I appreciated the nostalgic aspect of it, um, but I think that CG still needs to progress before it can replace human beings and not have it be obvious. Just my opinion. Let me know what your take on it is. Let's talk a little bit more about this third act. This third act is phenomenal. The pacing 
is nothing short of artful. At every turn, the level of intensity rises. One minor thing becomes a major thing. One enemy goes down. A more powerful enemy steps in to take its place. The attacks are fantastic. Um, the ground battle is great. The space battle is even better. I love the character angles they use on some of the um, uh, spaceships, especially the X-Wings, as they're flying around. Fantastic. Um, great surprises throughout. Uh, okay. Now's where the part where we get to talking about how, in the end, everybody basically dies. And I have to say that I love that part of it. Um, I actually was sort of thinking that they might take a couple characters, especially Jin and Cassian, and maybe have them survive. But they didn't, and that's awesome. So each character not only died appropriately, um, but they all didn't just die in some final explosion, right? Um, in fact, when uh, Bodhi died, the entire theater gasped. And that's how we were emotionally bought into that character. And when he died, we all reacted to it. So I thought that each character, not only was it perfect to kill them all off, but that they handled each person's death incredibly well. It fit the overall tone and the overall feel of the movie, and it proved that there was a cost to this rebellion. There's a price to be paid because freedom isn't free. Um, let's jump into the cameos. The cameos were really fun, and some of them were really unexpected. So what was your favorite cameo? Let, let me know in the in the comments down below. My personal favorite cameo was of Red Leader. So I'm guessing that they used the same exact footage that was in A New Hope and then just transferred it here, but I don't know. If you guys know, let me know um, right down in the comments, but also let me know who was your favorite cameo. There's a lot of fun cameos in this film, so let me know what you think. Um, obviously, like I mentioned before, for the Reclamation Society, Faith and the Force are really cool. This is some of the best treatment of the Force um, that we've seen yet, I believe. Uh, I really appreciated how they treated Chirrut and Baze's faith. Chirrut sort of steps out in faith, and he's rewarded for it. Like, his faith actually provides for him. Um, though it does not actually completely save him from death in the end, he still has a time to die, which is true of anybody, I believe, on this earth who has faith, right? They're all going to die at some point. So it's true to that. But his faith also helps progress the story and get them to the next point in the journey. Baze, on the other hand, seemed to have a sort of a doubting faith that became stronger when he witnessed Chirrut's faith in action. I thought that was super cool. So, in conclusion, loved the film. Really want to hear what you thought about it. Leave us a comment down below. Um, expect a more detailed dive into the movie, including its thoughts on spirituality, human nature, relationships, and its stance on the government in general. Um, because we always do that with all the films that we watch. So this is, we're going to do that with this film as well. It's just impossible to do it when it's in the theater because it's really difficult to make notes and go really, really deep. So expect that when this comes out for purchase, when it's available for purchase, we will purchase it. We will dive in deeper. Until then, feel free to engage us on social media. We'd love to talk to you about it. Um, also, be sure to check out our Star Wars fan film, Star Wars Rivals. If you are already subscribed to our channel, then you may have already seen it. But if you haven't subscribed yet, definitely check out Star Wars Rivals. I'll leave a link below. It's our Star Wars fan film. It has an anti-bullying message. If you like it, if you've seen it already and you like it, please share it with somebody else, especially somebody who likes Rogue One. Um, 
And I have to let you know, we would love to do a sequel for Rivals. We already have ideas about what that could look like. And we'd love for you to help us make it. So we're a 501c3, we're a nonprofit organization. The Reclamation Society is a nonprofit organization. So everything that we do um, is always about providing um, cool content for you guys. So go over to www.reclamationsociety.org give and you can donate to the Reclamation Society there. I will leave a link down in the show notes for that. Um, obviously, because we are a 501c3 nonprofit, your gift is tax deductible, which is amazing. So another way to support us is purchasing a pair of Urban Vinyl headphones. So for every purchase of Urban Vinyl headphones, Urban Vinyl actually donates to the Reclamation Society if you use our special link, which I'll put down below. There's a 15% discount using our link and they'll donate to the Reclamation Society when you do so. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Imzy. Imzy is great because we can actually have a discussion about the films. And don't forget to also subscribe to our podcast. You can do so on iTunes or Podbean. And also, may the force be with you. Thanks for checking us out. Take it easy.